Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, Jerusalem of Gold, and uh, the city of Jerusalem of Gold is uh, going to have a different status based on United States policy uh, very, very soon. Today is the day that we've known for thousands of years 
uh, becomes recognized by the United States government, and that is that Jerusalem is the capital of the state of Israel. I know that it's only been uh, close to 70 years, but I say thousands of years because we've always known that Jerusalem is the capital of all Jewish presence in the state of Israel or whatever the land of Israel would have been referred to at that point, and of course, uh, for Jews around the world. Jerusalem is the capital of the world, uh, and if not the capital, certainly the center of the world. Um, so here we are on this day, on the 6th of December, 2017, the 18th of Kislev, I thank of Rummy um, for uh, taking us through the live lunch until this point. We felt it was appropriate to start this special, a special that surrounds the statement by the President of the United States, which is being anticipated at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It is rare, it is rare that we get to um, be part of positive modern Jewish history events. Um, it is something that we should not take for granted. It's something we should involve our children and grandchildren in every generation, and uh, we should certainly celebrate when something like this is done and an announcement like this is made. And, of course, we will look at this announcement and listen to this announcement with not only great anticipation but to a degree a great caution as well. We don't know uh, all the components of this announcement, obviously. Uh, we don't know how many of them will be viewed positively uh, by the uh, Israel-loving community. And uh, we also don't know what the reaction will be in general uh, in Israel to this. So we will look at all of this with great caution, but I don't want the opportunity to celebrate to get away from us. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach is here. We're in our New York City studios. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I have this this desire to say Chag Sameach, but that, <laughs> but that may be a little too much. You although, have to light candles first, although so did, we should wait for after 1 o'clock. Although I did like the... Uh, the um, a call I got very, very early this morning from a friend of mine who said that he heard from someone we know um, that uh, the, that they are happy in Israel that this is happening after sunset so that they don't have to say Tachron on Thursday instead of Wednesday, Thursday being a long Tachron. I said, you know, that's a good way of putting it. Right. There's Instead of saying Hallel or... Who wonder- knew that that too would be a blessing? Right. Or wondering if this is a big celebration. Let's right. at, least, at least cancel Tachron for Thursday. Uh, certainly in Israel, uh, but again, depending on how things work out today. Now, I, I was anxious to ask you a question, okay? Because you have a better memory at these things than I do. Oh, and 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 frankly, with this whole days of rage threat that we keep hearing about, and by the way, I do have the White House feed up here. The moment we see, or if, or if you find out that the president has started speaking. <laughs> We will scramble to do our best to actually have it live. Right. Will We're, he say it first or will he tweet it first is really the question. That is a good question. Thank you. We are. We have made a commitment to bring this to you live. We are set up to do so. I, I can't speak for anything after that. <laughs> you know, If there's too many people on this thing, there's nothing I can do about it. Modern Jewish history or modern Israeli history or Jewish-Israeli history or... Well, I would say... Um, I, I would say... Um, what, ha- what have I been saying for the last <laughs> three month when it comes to... Balfour Day, and it comes to modern Jewish history. Yeah, modern Jewish history. Modern Jewish history. Balfour Day back on November 2nd, 29th of November, of course, the partition plan, and now less than a week before Hanukkah, this day of Jerusalem. Anyway, I wanted to ask you to follow. You know, mm-hmm. we keep hearing about days of rage, and we just saw you and I were watching Chris Cuomo, right. who's, um, right. who is one of the most condescending and, um, obnoxious. and obnoxious interviewers out there, speaking with uh, Kellyanne Conway. About the move, about the announcement by President Trump, and uh, of course, what do they bring up? They bring up two 
her and others that they interview, this whole threat of of the enemy to um, to be riled up and to uh, engage in terror activities if, in fact, an announcement like this is going to be made. And I remember, and tell me if I'm wrong, in May, we were in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. In May, President Trump was in Jerusalem. Right. And am I right or wrong that when President Trump went ahead and carried out his commitment to visit the Western Wall, which a U.S. sitting president had never done. Right. When he went ahead as U.S. president and visited the Western Wall and really created a scene that the world has not seen before, Mm -hmm. right? Am I right or wrong that there were threats that week of days of rage because of that move by the president of the United States? I can't remember. I would bet that there were. I think there were. And the reason I say it and bring this up is because... Um, I had gotten calls from people from Israel today discussing, you know, hey, there's the days of rage, there's threats. Right. There's, and I said, you know, not every time that the enemy threatens do they feel comfortable enough to go ahead and carry out that threat. And I thought that May was a good example. Where I they, can't, I honestly don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I wish I did, well, but I, I don't remember. I think there were statements like that, and, a, and, a, and, and you and I can certainly conclude I mean, I can that cha- that was a pretty peaceful week in Israel. Agreed, and actually very controlled. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying this to be funny, but I can go back in the Hamas Twitter feed to May right, and see, see if, right. As now, I, w- I do have the, I do have their Twitter feed going up in front of me. Now I will say one other thing. I'm keeping an eye on that as well. I will say one other thing. And that is that, um, um, when we were in Israel during the week of Jerusalem 50, mm-hmm. the security in and around Jerusalem yes. was... To be admired. Airtight. I would assume, yeah. in light of what's going on today, and you said to me off the air that you had discovered that the walls of Jerusalem are going to be bathed in specific colors celebrating this occasion. Or actually images. They're images? going to be, they're going to be, um, what's the word? Uh, projecting. Thank right. you. They're going to be projecting images on the old city walls uh, this evening, both of the Israeli flags and of... Uh, the Stars and Stripes of the American flag as well. And also the Jerusalem Bridge, which, as many uh, people know, has these um, elongated strips of light, of bulbs. So, um, Kosciuszko-like for you New Yorkers. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, for you lower Manhattanites, more yeah. likely. Um, they, the, they have illuminated half of the bridge in blue and white, and half of the bridge are is red, white, and blue. There you have it. So yeah. they're celebrating Israel. I would suspect with the conditions the way we just described it, the way you just described it, that, that again, security in and around Jerusalem is what you just said, airtight yeah, today. Yeah, I would imagine. And again, they're prepared for this. They they have heard the threats. We knew this announcement was coming. It's not like this is instantaneous or spontaneous. We knew it was coming. You'd have to suspect that Israeli officials and Jerusalem officials specifically are very in touch with security concerns today. Well, the Jerusalem Post, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Jerusalem Post, yeah, they had a uh, a quote from, I forgot the name of the gentleman who's the head of the Israeli police, Mickey... Rosenfeld. Right, who said, who basically, and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, we are ready for whatever they want to put forward. Right. So, you know, there's... There, there's certainly for whatever, whatever people need to be prepared for. They seem to be ready. Right, 
Um, You're laughing well, hysterically. Well, one, one of my children has a tremendous sense of humor. Only one? Yeah, yes. one of them has a tremendous sense of humor. He writes, uh, going out to the Rova, this could be it. It's been real. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right, relax. Okay. Relax. We are not making light of, of security concerns at right. all. But um, no, we're not, and we're also. I'm not. But saying, I am not discouraging my kids. No, I wouldn't from going anywhere and everywhere. Please, so. I I wouldn't imagine you would be discouraging <laughs> exactly. them. And actually, this morning when you had when uh, Yoshua joined you on the air this morning during Jamie the AM, right. and you were having this great back and forth, and we were listening to whether or not Yeshiva Hakotel, where he is spending this time, whether they had advised their students to either stay local or. Right. Um, etc. And and Yoshua had said that at that time there that no major announcement had been made. Right. Um, and I was wondering, as my oldest was in the Rova last year as well, whether you know there would be you know what the word would be to the students in her seminary, um, or what the advice would be as well. But knowing that school, they would probably suggest you just you know have your flags ready. We'll meet you at the right. hotel in about 20 minutes. Or as I like to say, in light of the exchange I just had with Yoshua that I read to you, roam the Rova. Go right <laughs> ahead. Go and roam the Rova, the Jewish quarter, the Rova. Welcoming all of you around the world. We're live here in New York City as we anticipate the statement by President Trump. Uh, Yoni, we should let everyone know via social media that we are on live now, please. Right, we, I tweeted that out that on my page. That we will be carrying it. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. I asked you about the May visit. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, which oh. again, I, I think uh, the enemy had indicated they were not happy with President Trump's action at that time. But again, sometimes these threats go completely empty and un and un uh, uh, fulfilled, and we should keep that in mind. We also have a growing list of um, European leaders and other world leaders. Yeah. All of them. All of All them of who them. are united in one thing. Right. They do not like this move. Correct. Even even, even the Pope. Even the Pope. And even, I am proud to say, U.S. Um, uh, uh, political governmental leaders like Dianne Feinstein also on the anti-Trump bandwagon when it Correct. comes to the city of Jerusalem. Yep. She wrote that letter. Yeah. That letter that is circulating that she signs her name to is horrific. So keep in mind, everybody, uh, I've said this uh, not enough times. Keep in mind uh, that in the most... Um, in the most, um, what's the word? In the most difficult story in the Bible, when it comes to the land of Israel, uh, which of course is the story of the spies, the Meraglim, the scouts, um, one sixth of the Meraglim were in the right, five sixths were in the wrong in their view of Israel. Don't be shocked that even in our own community, don't be shocked that people with last names like Feinstein. And uh, and people who are uh, generally considered to be uh, uh, faithful members of the Jewish faith who are serving in government or in other capacities of leadership around the world, don't be shocked if the majority of them are taking the same position that she has taken. Uh, we know this from our history, and we know that uh, uh, that even our own people, unfortunately, for the most part, we cannot rely on. But this is um, that this is a very very big moment. I'm seeing on the television screen, they're now showing an empty podium in front of a portrait of George Washington. What is that? The East Room, the West Room. The and a Christmas wreath. And a Christmas wreath. Right. And Christmas tree, a, it seems, in the background. You know, Elone uh, Levy, who's yeah. an anchor for I-24 News yeah. in Israel, he tweeted out about nine minutes ago, prediction, Trump has a surprise up his sleeve. Jerusalem embassy announcement will not go as you think. Oh, boy. 
And then four minute, five minutes later, he writes, some predict massive violence over Jerusalem embassy, but forecasts of apocalyptic violence over Temple Mount metal detectors didn't come true. Day right. of rage over Al-Aqsa failed to bring masses to streets across West Bank. Maybe that's a better example than the week of yeah. Jerusalem 50 is the metal detector situation where, where well, but, but you have to remember something. That's correct. There wasn't the violence that they were threatening, but Israel also backed down on the, on the uh, target uh, or the topic of the violence, which was those metal detectors on Harabayat. So we should keep that in mind as well. Ben Shapiro, by the way, was on Fox about an hour ago, a little over an hour ago. And Fox tweeted out in a direct quote, if you are a Jew and you walk into East Jerusalem, your life is in danger. If you're an Arab and you walk into West Jerusalem, there's no problem at all, yep. which signifies exactly why Jerusalem should be under Jewish control and not under Muslim control. No question about it. It's an Ahum Siegel network, and we are on... Uh, we are on... We are on here at the uh, at six minutes before one p.m. We are anticipating a historic announcement from President Trump. You jolted me a drop with that quote from the I twenty four. Yeah, uh, I th- that because we don't know, and Mayor Weingarten would agree with this as right. well, and we'll get his commentary. Uh, we don't know if the other shoe is going to drop in this announcement or not. We don't know if people like myself are going to have to temper our enthusiasm and celebratory uh, atmosphere. Uh, based on what President Trump says. That's why we are anticipating this. We want to know already what he has to say about this. Now, obviously, (laughs) if he does recognize uh, Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel, quite obviously that is significant in and of itself, and I believe reason to celebrate. The question is, what else is going to be spoken about in this speech? What are some of the things that he'll he'll say in this announcement? And also we'll try, I I believe, that there's a scheduled press conference right afterwards, and we're going to try to stay with that as well, as long as the White House feed that we're on stays with it. And we will, um, and we'll listen together to what he has to say to the uh, to the questions to to the to those who are to the reporters who are posing questions, and and um, and then determine, then come up with an assessment. You know, each each man and woman on their own, uh, whether this is in fact a big day for celebration or one of great caution. Julie Lenars also po- um, she tweeted out the commitment to recognize Jerusalem was made by Clinton. Bush and Trump. If you make today's announcement all about the president and ignore the historic context of that policy, you are willfully putting politics over principle. Nice. Yeah. There is... I have never been so encouraged to have my finger on the pulse of social media wow, while whoa, we are... Whoa, 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 whoa. One second. One second. <laughs> while we are don't, live on the... Oh, there we go. Now it's here. Don't lie to the public. Al Jazeera now has it. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying this to be funny, but I have been watching the... Um, I've been watching the Hamas Twitter feed, and it's been quiet for the last couple of hours, posting about the Pope and posting about uh, Turkey. Can I give a social media recommendation now? Um, Would that be be all right? Sure. Um, This is totally parenthetical, but anybody out there who considers themselves a conservative or right-winger will appreciate this. Uh, There is an Onion-type Twitter feed. Yes. Oh, you know about it? The, da- the Daily Mire? No. Yeah, check out. You got to join it. The Daily Mire, M-I-R-E. Okay. And and I have heard so many tweets from it, and they are hilarious. Though. It seems someone raised a Palestinian flag on the wall of the American consulate in Jerusalem. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Uh, for those of you not familiar, remember there is an American consulate in Jerusalem at this point. Not an embassy, but a, uh, uh, but a consulate. And... Um, and now what many are calling for is uh, for this uh, embassy, which some have, have, 
complained or pointed out that it would take you know quite an effort to to move the entire staff to build whatever's necessary to house the embassy in Jerusalem. Many are just saying no, just take the uh, consulate and turn it into an embassy, even if it is by name only or by by uh, what's the word? You know, a sign. Um, Symbolic. Yeah, you put out a what? You put out a what's it called when you? I don't. You put out a. Uh, you, we, would, we would lose this game when, show when you have when you have a store and you put out a a, uh, a, pla- a shingle a, pla- a shingle. Thank you. We just hang a sure. shingle there. I don't know how I didn't remember that. I don't know. Either, uh, but hang, that's okay. You it hang a matter. shingle. It says embassy on it, and uh, you've achieved the goal. Two minutes before one p.m. Eastern time. It's the Malcolm Siegel Network. I had a. Uh, I took a note from JM and the AM this morning as you were mm. talking about the importance of bringing up this conversation and with your kids right. and hoping that schools were going to take the time to um, to mark this moment to actually hopefully go live with their own students. I mean, there are there are smart boards in every classroom. Everyone's got an iPhone. This should be one of those days where telling kids that they have to keep their phones in their lockers and that having a phone out. Would make it would uh, be confiscated. That should be obliterated today. Everyone should be sharing this moment together at one o'clock. <laughs> one one person writes. I don't even think it is. There is no tachlan tomorrow in Chabad because it's test Kislev, which is pretty funny. That if you go to the Chabad tomorrow, there will be no tachlan anyway. Uh, also, one person says it's a Chabad holiday. Uh, my husband just saw the bridge and said it was red, white, and blue, filled with American flags all around. It wow. was just wonderful. And uh, and Avi Mayer, who you told us about earlier with the illumination of the old city, right? Uh, listener Shaney retweeted that and mentioned it on our app. You can go to the Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and you can um, and you can listen in. Uh, you can make a comment, rather. You can post a comment on the uh, on the app on the homepage of the app. Uh, well, CNN is already in their breaking news segment with Wolf Blitzer at the uh, helm. Uh, we are on the White House website where it says that beginning shortly, President Trump will give a statement on Jerusalem, and um, and we are just waiting for this statement. And then the Mayor Weingarten, of course, will be with us uh, to help analyze the situation. Uh, you just mentioned schools and people participating in this way. We are sure there are plenty of people in offices and plenty of people uh, in their homes who are tuned in a variety of ways for the announcement. But yes, schools... And those who uh, educate our children, at least make them aware that today is a big day, please. And if you could show it to them live, there's a good reason to do so. Then get into conversation with them afterwards about it. Just as a side point, somebody just sent me the appropriate Hamas Twitter feed to follow. Yeah. Um, I, I watched that one also, but I'm watching this one as well. It's at Hamas Global PR. They have a pinned tweet at the top that says, we endorse at real Donald Trump. He is a true something, something, and will surely bring something, something. I, I don't know what all of those um, those Arabic words mean. And who knows if it's a real Twitter feed of theirs. Um, I don't know. They have, I don't know. It looks pretty legit, but I think that that is fantastic. How many embassies are in Tel Aviv? 86. How many are in Jerusalem? Zero. That may just change if uh, Donald Trump, if the president, goes ahead and uh, makes good on the commitment not only to consider Israel's Jerusalem, not only consider Jerusalem the capital of Israel, but also to move the embassy, which would be amazing. Many countries are opposed to the move. The truth is that uh, the shorter list would be the countries that approve of this move. Many countries uh, um, are against the move, 
And Do we uh, have a list of those who are supporting the move? That's a very good point. I mean, I know it's a short list, so it should be easy to yeah. amass. That should be on some Twitter feed somewhere. I Countries that approve of the move. Um, the the vote that was taken last week in the UN regarding Jerusalem would be a good place to start. There were six countries out of God knows how many, a hundred and whatever, uh, that approved it. Right. Micronesia, uh, <laughs> the United States and Israel, of course, and there were a couple others. Canada may even have been on that list. I don't remember. I think it was. So uh, yeah, that is. It, it's usually a short list when it comes. But like I just told you. Did you hear my biblical reference? Yes, it was excellent. I mean, we're talking about a small percentage of people when it comes to serious episodes about Jerusalem and Israel. It's a small percentage of people that end up being in the right. The United States, you know, when they're asking questions of these um, of, of Kellyanne, for instance, and she's on, and they're saying to she her, she held herself and so she, well, and they and, and he says to her, well, you know. All these governments are against it, and the entire European Union, and they, and they all say it's, they're worried about violence. Well, well, guess what? Mm. Sometimes, as she pointed out, there's somebody who comes along, you know, in the wake of all these other U.S. presidents that have spoken about making this move or have spoken about doing something regarding Jerusalem, i.e. the embassy. Sometimes a guy comes and really makes good on the commitment and understands this is the right thing to do. Sometimes someone comes along and just does the right thing. And in this case, those of us who are Lovers of Israel know that this is the right thing, that Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and being recognized so by the entire world is very important. You mentioned something to me um, earlier, not just important, but historic. You mentioned something to me earlier about someone referring to this as Donald Trump's Trumanesque moment. Yes. Shmuel Rosner wrote a piece for the New York Times that was, I'm not sure if it was in print as well, but it was certainly available uh, in the digital version. And I uh, and I pointed out to you some of the differences I felt between now and 1948, uh, after May of 48, when the state of Israel declared its independence. And I believe that as difficult as it was for Truman, and we know how difficult it was for him to make that move, uh, with many, many uh, countries and uh, governmental representatives here in the United States completely against it, um, in some ways, one could argue that this move, that this announcement, that this bold statement is even more difficult for a United States president to make in these days at these times. Well, I would agree with that, not being a historian, but having an appreciation both of the just how small the world has become and how immediate politics has become and the new cycle is in the, the social media world in which we all live, that there is this... Again, this immediacy, this, this, there's no, and as a immediate reaction, exactly that. And as a result, we're throwing flames at you seconds after you say it. And before you've done it, right. And And before you've done it, uh, the, the, the news of this announcement spread like wildfire and we're all, we're all sitting here with bated breath and it's occupying Twitterdom and uh, it's all over social media, and there's not one credible news site right now that isn't covering this in some way, shape, or form. And everyone's posting about it. And newspapers have op-eds. They have editorials either in support or denouncing the announcement. Just as a side point, the Daily News, the New York Daily News, also has a great piece today um, written by Gerald Steinberg, who is an excellent writer and um, 
and entitled Trump's Jerusalem proclamation is long overdue. There's there's Truman as just existed in a different time. Yeah, no question about it. I don't it. know what he would have done today. Right. But but certainly if there is somebody who shall we say appreciates the social media world in which he exists, it is President Trump. Here are some of the photos of um I like that, by the way, Wolf Blitzer's wearing blue and white. <laughs> Very good point. I am not, uh, that, by the way, is not accidental. Um, there are photos of the old city walls. Yeah, I saw it. Pretty cool. Very cool. Pretty cool. And, of course, as you just said, the bridge as well. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. Uh, we're here in New York at uh, six minutes after the hour. We are, in fact, anticipating President Trump's announcement, no matter what. No matter how what no matter what level of excitement and disappointed you end up with, excitement and disappointment you end up with after this announcement, make sure that you spread the word about what today is. That today was the day that the President of the United States got up and made a very important statement. And to make sure to tell your children and grandchildren about it and teachers and, and rabbis, make sure to tell your students about it. It is a day that has to be recognized, a day that has to go um, in the books as one that's significant in modern Jewish history. The same way we've been commemorating Balfour Day over the last month and the Partition Day of the 29th of November, uh, and there are other and there are a lot of other significant days that do go unnoticed, obviously from the last 100 years. But this one is uh, is one that uh, I would hope that uh, children, teenagers, young adults uh, will be able to say, just like we have with so many different dates, uh, that they remember where they were, what the announcement was like and how significant it was. The same way that the Camp David Accords for my generation and the Madrid Peace Conference for my generation, again, not judging now whether it was good or bad, just these, these uh, the 1993 White House lawn, just you know, talking about its significance, not always in each case is it something positive in our opinion, but uh, it's something significant that has to be remembered uh, in modern Jewish history. The Christian Broadcasting Network, CBN News, is obviously, as you'd expect, also tweeting about this as well. Their show, uh, Faith Nation Live, will be featured. Uh, will feature Mike Pence, right, and Pastor John Hagee. Wow! And they're also uh, they're covering the speech as well. Get a load of this for a second, um, uh, Miriam L. Wallach, because I know it's hard for you to to see from this end. Oh, you want me to go over there? But Jim, I just wanted you to see it. This is now what the White House is showing us. It's showing us the portrait of George Washington. It is showing us the podium, and as you had indicated, both of the large Christmas trees in the room are, are framed. And here is President Trump. Here is President Trump. Thank you. When I came into office, I promised to look at the world's challenges with open eyes and very fresh thinking. We cannot solve our problems by making the same failed assumptions and repeating the same failed strategies of the past. Old challenges demand new approaches. My announcement today marks the beginning of a new approach to conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. In 1995, Congress adopted the Jerusalem Embassy Act, urging the federal government to relocate the American Embassy to Jerusalem and to recognize that that city, and so importantly, is Israel's capital. This act passed Congress by an overwhelming bipartisan majority 
and was reaffirmed by unanimous vote of the Senate only six months ago. Yet for over 20 years, every previous American president has exercised the law's waiver, refusing to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem or to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital city. Presidents issued these waivers under the belief that delaying the recognition of Jerusalem would advance the cause of peace. Some say they lacked courage, but they made their best judgments based on facts as they understood them at the time. Nevertheless, the record is in. After more than two decades of waivers, we are no closer to a lasting peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. It would be folly to assume that repeating the exact same formula would now produce a different or better result. Therefore, I have determined that it is time to officially recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. While previous presidents have made this a major campaign promise, they failed to deliver. Today, I am delivering. I've judged this course of action to be in the best interests of the United States of America and the pursuit of peace between Israel and the Palestinians. This is a long overdue step to advance the peace process and to work towards a lasting agreement. Israel is a sovereign nation with the right, like every other sovereign nation, to determine its own capital. Acknowledging this is a fact is a necessary condition for achieving peace. It was 70 years ago that the United States, under President Truman, recognized the State of Israel. Ever since then, Israel has made its capital in the city of Jerusalem, the capital the Jewish people established in ancient times. Today, Jerusalem is the seat of the modern Israeli government. It is the home of the Israeli parliament, the Knesset, as well as the Israeli Supreme Court. It is the location of the official residence of the Prime Minister and the President. It is the headquarters of many government ministries. For decades, visiting American presidents, secretaries of state, and military leaders have met their Israeli counterparts in Jerusalem, as I did on my trip to Israel earlier this year. Jerusalem is not just the heart of three great religions, but it is now also the heart of one of the most successful democracies in the world. Over the past seven decades, the Israeli people have built a country where Jews, Muslims, and Christians, and people of all faiths are free to live and worship according to their conscience and according to their beliefs. Jerusalem is today and must remain a place where Jews pray at the Western Wall, where Christians walk 
the Stations of the Cross and where Muslims worship at Al-Aqsa Mosque. However, through all of these years, presidents representing the United States have declined to officially recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. In fact, we have declined to acknowledge any Israeli capital at all. But today, we finally acknowledge the obvious, that Jerusalem is Israel's capital. This is nothing more or less than a recognition of reality. It is also the right thing to do. It's something that has to be done. That is why, consistent with the Jerusalem Embassy Act, I am also directing the State Department to begin preparation to move the American Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. This will immediately begin the process of hiring architects, engineers, and planners so that a new embassy, when completed, will be a magnificent tribute to peace. In making these announcements, I also want to make one point very clear. This decision is not intended in any way to reflect a departure from our strong commitment to facilitate a lasting peace agreement. We want an agreement that is a great deal for the Israelis and a great deal for the Palestinians. We are not taking a position of any final status issues, including the specific boundaries of the Israeli sovereignty in Jerusalem or the resolution of contested borders. Those questions are up to the parties involved. The United States remains deeply committed to helping facilitate a peace agreement that is acceptable to both sides. I intend to do everything in my power to help forge such an agreement. Without question, Jerusalem is one of the most sensitive issues in those talks. The United States would support a two-state solution if agreed to by both sides. In the meantime, I call on all parties to maintain the status quo at Jerusalem's holy sites, including the Temple Mount, also known as Haram al-Sharif. Above all, our greatest hope is for peace, the universal yearning in every human soul. With today's action, I reaffirm my administration's longstanding commitment to a future of peace and security for the region. There will, of course, be disagreement and dissent regarding this announcement. But we are confident that ultimately, as we work through these disagreements, we will arrive at a peace and a place far greater in understanding and cooperation. This sacred city should call forth the best in humanity, lifting our sights to what it is possible, not pulling us back and down to the old fights that have become so totally predictable. Peace is never beyond the grasp of those willing to reach it. 
So today we call for calm, for moderation, and for the voices of tolerance to prevail over the purveyors of hate. Our children should inherit our love, not our conflicts. I repeat the message I delivered at the historic and extraordinary summit in Saudi Arabia earlier this year. The Middle East is a region rich with culture, spirit, and history. Its people are brilliant, proud, and diverse, vibrant, and strong. But the incredible future awaiting this region is held at bay by bloodshed, ignorance, and terror. Vice President Pence will travel to the region in the coming days to reaffirm our commitment to work with partners throughout the Middle East to defeat radicalism that threatens the hopes and dreams of future generations. It is time for the many who desire peace to expel the extremists from their midst. It is time for all civilized nations and people to respond to disagreement with reasoned debate, not violence. And it is time for young and moderate voices all across the Middle East to claim for themselves a bright and beautiful future. So today, let us rededicate ourselves to a path of mutual understanding and respect. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's President Trump's statement. He now sits down at a desk where I assume he's actually going to sign what would refer to, what we would refer to as a statement on Jerusalem, recognizing it as the capital of Israel. Everyone's wearing blue and white. Everyone's got their blue and white, including the president, the vice president, the vice president over the left shoulder of the president as he signs. Very large signature on this declaration, on this resolution. One pen. Yeah. No one else there for the photo op. This is he himself with the vice president. Which to me, by the way, is very telling. Yeah. Very telling. I agree. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was under the impression that he would be asked questions after this. I guess that's not happening. He's leaving this area of the White House, and it seems that that is it. It has concluded. President Trump's statement on Jerusalem has concluded. 20 minutes after the hour, and uh, I believe we just witnessed history. Um, a lot of the things that, um, a lot of the concerns we had were mentioned in the speech, and I get that. And I'm going to ask Mayor Weingarten, of course, to join us in a moment. Um, and, and he'll give his analysis. But I, I think generally speaking, for those of us who who had this mixed atmosphere today of celebration and caution generally speaking i think you have to be very 
very happy. Very happy. And especially, and and I and to Miriam it was obvious because because of the way that I reacted when he got to it. The fact that he included the move of the embassy and the mm-hmm. preparation right. to build and move the office of the embassy to Jerusalem. That was, to me, a big bonus. And also, his emphasis, and uh, the quote was, that the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem will be a magnificent tribute to peace. Right. That they're not just taking an office. They are going to build an edifice, showing of a commitment, of a confidence, and of more than just a gesture, but a move. And the fact that he mentioned that they are going to begin the the what necessary you know construction analysis and hiring of architects, etc., uh, etc., et in needing it, it, that you one would need in order to plan the building of an edifice in which which it seems he right. envisions. Yep. So it, this is not you know you know he builds fi- buildings right. <laughs> this isn't five hundred square feet. It, it sounded like he wanted in on the on the planning of this building. The way it sounded to me, <laughs> I, and, and again, this isn't something that's going to happen over the next month. Right. This is something that could potentially take a number of years. But minutes ago, two minutes ago, he sat down and signed that resolution, that declaration, yes, that statement. He signed it. And so we got, we got in the span of less than 20 minutes, we got a statement, uh, a historic statement on Jerusalem 70 years later mm-hmm. after the founding of the state. A, the signing of this statement, resolution, policy, call it whatever you will, and uh, this commitment to start the process, the real process in the face of all those former presidents Correct. to start the process of moving the embassy to Jerusalem. The line I loved the most, besides all of the obvious important implications to Jews and to Israelis and to our history, but when he said, today I am delivering, right. that was a slap in the face to <laughs> everyone else who made the same promise or to who alluded to making this promise or making this move, today I am delivering. And everybody uh, out there who has um, uh, who has who has wondered with skepticism about some of our enthusiasm? I, I think that can be uh, uh, put to rest for now. But uh, on this topic, we can only turn to our expert. That's of course Mayor Weingarten. You know, CNN has Christian Amanpour. I, I, I would only I, I can only wonder what she's saying. Yeah, about she's this. an expert, all we, right. We at NSN have Mayor Weingarten. He is of course our Israel consultant since 1990, and he is the host of the long-running now Israel show with Mayor Weingarten, 9 a.m. Eastern time every Monday here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Mar Weingarten, welcome back to NSN. Thank you very much. Tzaharayim Tovim. Hmm. Okay, so uh, <laughs> it's no secret that so many people, including us, want to hear what you have to say, especially as so many of us, including yourself, over the last 24 to 48 hours where we're weighing this balance of celebration and caution knowing that this type of that a type of statement on Jerusalem was coming not knowing how far would go and what the uh, and what the content would be and what else would be included in the statement you watched it you saw it tell us your impressions it was a lot stronger than I thought it would be um, it leaves a it still leaves some things to be desired, but I don't think that we can't be um, totally excited, happy, yep. joyous, celebratory for this, for, for, for the statement and the strength of what he said. I point out to you that uh, his, his reasoning for the fact that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, there was a, a de facto reason, right, uh, uh, 
all American diplomats have come here to yeah. meet the president. The Knesset, Supreme Court also, is there, the Knesset is there, etc. Right, but he also said that there's a historic reason. Right. And to me, that was very, very crucial that he would say that. There's a history. You can't throw away 3,000 years of history because, you know, you guys showed up in the 1910s. You guys meaning the uh, Palestinians. Yeah, understood. Um, and I think that was very important, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about that. Um, somebody pointed out on, um, I have to give credit to Amit Segal on uh, Israeli News, that, and nobody thinks about this, you know, we, we've been talking about, he, he gave the, this, this uh, directive to move the embassy. Right. Which, which also, we weren't sure of how right. that would happen, whether he would be a little more circumspect about it right. or be direct oh, about it. Only but adds to the celebration, right? Right. He was very direct about it. But it's interesting, Amit Segal points out that that uh, a few years back, the United States, for technical reasons, moved its embassy from place A to place B in London. No politics. Right. It took eight years. Right. So I thought of that, especially for those who've been calling for, again, to hang the shingle and just make the move immediately. I was I was thinking of that as he was describing the process of planning and building, etc. Right. So it, it's going to take time, and he knows that. The other thing is, he's he's giving a directive to whom? To the State Department. Right. We know we know who the State Department is. Right. They are not our biggest fans. Right. And and so they will do everything in their power, and they can do a lot right. to to. St- you know, with to delay and delay and delay. this, it, it could take but it's more, still... more than just the years. But, but, but the, yeah. go no, go ahead. No, but but not only the fact, though, now, the, Euro, the President of the United States has made a decision not to call on the waiver, which was great. And yep. as Miriam said, he pointed out that everybody you know, in the last decades, every president has copped out yep. and done it, and he's not going to do it, even though... It's interesting that this was something that all the pundits got wrong. They kept saying he's going to sign the waiver, he's going to sign the waiver, and now he's saying he's not. Well, that was the big victory today. We thought we'd get waiver and Jerusalem, and we got right. no waiver and Jerusalem. Right. Now, let's look at the uh, at the parts that we have to be sober about, right? A little, just to temper the intoxication, a drop. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, we, we have to be... Look, every word there was chosen very carefully, right? Of course. I, I'm, right. So we have to be careful in how we hear it, right? So one of the things he said was, this, this does not mean that the United States is taking a stand on the boundaries of Israeli sovereignty in Jerusalem. Correct. Okay, so that's, uh, we expected that. Right. It would be shocking if it would have been otherwise. Right. But... Um, it's better than what happened with Russia, where Russia declared um, they they recognized West Jerusalem as right. the capital of Israel. Correct. This leaves it open. It could be all of Jerusalem, it could be part of Jerusalem, but the United States, and again, I'm saying it, 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 it tempers or sobers us a drop, but it's totally to be expected. I, w- I would expect nothing, I would expect a lot worse. The thing that bothered me a lot was about the 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 three religions yeah 
Yeah, but I thought of that, and I said to myself, "Well, well first say what it what it well, was." Well, that, that, that he's essentially giving the Temple Mount to the Muslim religion, and and the Jews, and the, the Jews Western have the West Wall. I know, but you know what I said to myself as I was going on because I, I I knew this would come up. I said, you know, if someone said to us today, you know what, you have the Temple Mount, and and you have complete sovereignty over it, but as a but as a gesture, and for the reality of the way the world is right now in 2017. Al-Aqsa, which again is not the Dome of the Rock. Right. Al-Aqsa is the mosque, you know, the to mosque, the, on the, the, the southern mosque. on the southern side. It really should maintain itself as a Muslim holy site in, in deference. If someone said that to us, I think we would take that in a heartbeat. So it, it didn't. That didn't bother me as much when he said that Al-Aqsa. He didn't say Temple Mount. He didn't say Golden Dome. He said Al-Aqsa will remain as a as a Muslim holy site. And I said to myself, "All right, I'll I'll agree to that. They'll they'll keep the mosque up there, but you know our our very our very large um <laughs> our very large whatever it'll be synagogue tribute to our religion uh whatever it is that will demonstrate our sovereignty over Harabayit over the mm-hmm. Temple Mount until the third temple is built. You know that that we will that I would take. So I, I I okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's it. I would correct you a little bit. So I don't have the exact text of the speech yet. I just made quick notes as he was talking. He did say later on that he calls upon everybody to maintain the religious status quo. Right. Including on the Temple Mount, also known as the Haram al-Sharif. Right. So obviously that was a bone that he was tossing to the other side as well. Correct. That means that you keep the status quo that the the Muslims really control the Temple Mount. That is what the status quo is. The status, right. What the Muslims are complaining about is that the Jews are are, um, are negating or, or um, abolishing the status quo by coming onto the Temple Mount, which is not true. But that's what they say. Also, going back to what he said before, oh, Jerusalem is holy to everybody and so forth, and the three religions... That was not, that was more of a general statement. This is this was holy to the Jews. This was holy to the Muslims. This is holy to the Christians. It's not that okay. Let's let them still pray in El Aqsa, and we'll have the rest. He he was really uh, he was he was defining again something that we've done to ourselves that we're down here and the Arabs are up there and and that's the division of of the way it works. You know what? On the Western Wall. You know what's funny about what you're saying? I'm reading the New York Times article, which has already been published about what the president just did. Okay. And in their article, the the New York Times, right? Has, has, a former newspaper. The favorite New York Times. They said, nor will he take a position on a disputed area of the old city known as the Temple Mount to Jews and the Noble Sanctuary to Muslims, which has been a flashpoint for tension. So it's funny that they draw that conclusion that, what this, was that again? I'm sorry. Nor will he take a position on a dis- Oh, nor will he take a, a position. Disputed- well, the position he took was that the status quo should continue. That that is a position. Um, I was I was just bothered, and I know you were also. And I think we have to be sensitive to this thing. And I think that many Jews listening, including you know people that are traditional and so forth, would say, "Yeah, sure, we get the Western Wall. They get the you know everybody gets their thing." And that is something that you and I and and the Miriam, everybody who's related to this program, have have been trying our best to get out of people's heads to say, you know, there's there's holiness of the Kotel, but the holiness of the Kotel really comes from the Temple Mount. Yeah, of course. Our holy site is the Temple Mount, hey, and t- to say, you know, the, the 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 city is is holy to three. 
religions, the, the Christians do this, and the Jews pray at the Western Wall, and the Muslims at Al-Aqsa, is, is really drawing lines that I think are, to me, are upsetting and hard to hear. But I will add... I can't blame him. We did that to ourselves. Oh, that's for sure. Well, I just want to make note that, of course, as you would expect, J Street is furious and has denounced... <laughs> now you know it's a day of celebration. Exactly. Exactly. You know you're on the right page when exactly. J Street and the New York Times are all Correct. infuriated. If they're so, freaking out, you know it's a great thing. Right. So Jeremy Benami, who's the president of J Street, J Street, tweeted out, in a dangerous and reckless move, Trump has officially recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And then, of course, the tweets continue, and they're so infuriating that not worth taking up my airtime. It's so interesting. What what does Jeremy Benami and J Street and Diane Feinstein and all these other people, what do they say at the end of their Seder? Oh. No. That's a very good question you're asking. Well, on the flip side, David Friedman tweeted out, uh, today POTUS displayed the ultimate test of leadership and courage by standing up for what's true, just and true, even in the face of stiff, stiff opposition. Jerusalem in, is Israel's capital today, as it was 3,000 years ago. Congratulations to at real Donald Trump for this historic decision. And I would bet that he had a lot to do with it, frankly. I was about to say the yeah. same, yeah. I, yes. I have a feeling that, uh, and over the years, even before he became president, I think... His heart is there. And, you know, one of the things that caught my ear, and again, maybe it was a little too sensitive, but at the end, you know, the God bless thing. Mm -hmm. So he said, God bless Israel. Obviously, God bless the United States is, is always going to be last, which is fine. So he said, God bless Israel. And then he paused. My feeling is he was about to say, God bless the United States of America, and he realized that he can't do that. So then he said, and God bless, there's a pause there. Yeah, I know. God bless, that. God bless the Palestinians and God bless the United States. Yeah, so he, he called himself. I might, I might be reading too much into it, but to me, that's what his heart is. That's where his heart is. Did you see Ambassador Danone's statement? No. Uh, Ambassador Dunno's statement, we welcome this courageous decision by President Trump. In 1948, President Truman was the first world leader to recognize the state of Israel. And today, President Trump righted an historic wrong by recognizing Jerusalem as our capital, said Ambassador Dunno. Now is the time for all U.N. member states to follow the lead of our American friends and recognize our ancient capital of Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel. I'm yep. wondering when the U.N. Yeah, when the U.N. is going to put out, uh, you know, they're going to pass resolution 700 and whatever now decrying the United States for their move in recognizing Jerusalem as the st as the capital of the state of Israel. Oh, yes. And and, and remember, Miriam and, and, and Nahum, that the people that are coming out against this, whether it's J Street or, or, or you know, the, the Democrats or whoever it is, besides, they hate Trump for everything else. This is just yet another one of the crazy things that this guy's doing. Yep. It just adds on to that whole pile. And I, I just want to point out a historic thing that I think a lot of people maybe, maybe aren't familiar with. The United States has not recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel from 1948, not right. from 1967. Right. I know, I know you're saying right. I just think a lot of people don't realize that. Everyone focuses on 1967 and when we were able to unite Yerushalayim, uh, people don't realize that in the famous 70 years ago, Haftet the November, that we've all been speaking about so much, the partition plan, to, again, to us this is obvious, Yerushalayim was left out. Yerushalayim was an international city. And as much as we hated that, we accepted the plan with that. 
And as a result of the War of Independence, which was started by the Arabs, obviously, and we miraculously made it out, we were left in control of part of Yerushalayim. And even that part, the United States never recognized from day one. So this is not only negating the last few decades of presidents who signed waivers since that law was passed, this is actually negating United States policy from the first minute for the last 70 years. Correct. Amazing. Thank you, Mayor. I think it's a great day of celebration. I do think it's a great day of celebration, and for this reason, as President Trump said. Presidents representing the United States have declined to officially recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. In fact, we have declined to acknowledge any Israeli capital at all. But today we finally acknowledge the obvious, that Jerusalem is Israel's capital. This is nothing more or less than a recognition of reality. It is also the right thing to do. It's something that has to be done. That is why, consistent with the Jerusalem Embassy Act, I am also directing the State Department to begin preparation to move the American Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Unbelievable. There he is. UN spokesman just tweeted out, Jerusalem is a final status issue that must be resolved through direct negotiation between the two parties on the basis of Security Council and General Assembly resolutions. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And and we did that, by the way, in 1948. It didn't seem to work. Correct. Mayor Tadarabah. You you are exempt from Tachanun on Thursday, tomorrow. Thank you. That's a good one to be exempt from. That's why we made sure it was Thursday. Uh, Here we are. We're at the Nahum Siegel Network, and you heard it here. And I'm so glad that this turned out to be as historic as I thought it would and as celebratory as I thought it would. We are celebrating this moment from Washington, D.C. from just a half hour ago. Yes, Miriam Wall. Avi Mayer. Just tweeted out, while CNN and Fox News continue their coverage of Trump's Jerusalem announcement, all of the major Israeli TV networks networks have moved on to other topics. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Bibi, obviously. Yeah, um, what was his statement? Bibi had a couple of statements. They're they're in multiple parts. Um, Ruby Rivlin, thank you, POTUS, at Real... Donald Trump, there is no more fitting or beautiful gift as we approach 70 years of the state of Israel's independence. Jerusalem is not and will never be an obstacle to peace for those who want peace. Um, Of course, the Hamas response was something I think you'd appreciate if I didn't read on the air. (laughs) I really wonder what the... uh, I really wonder now what's going to happen. Um, if this is going to be considered a provocation for violence. Well, Trump's Jerusalem decision opens gates of hell is the direct quote from Hamas. Ah, interesting. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what yes. the Israeli army and security says about that? Bring it on. Yeah, bring it. That's basically what they say because, uh, no, I mean, not that, it, God forbid, we want anyone to be injured. Heaven forbid. But uh, heaven forbid is right. But uh, but it, it, they know. They know the destiny of the Jewish people uh, is the most important topic of the day. Um, um, yeah. There are, yeah, so we would, we could... I'm sure lengthen that list of people of world leaders who are not supportive of the president's announcement today. Um, I'm not sure who is on the other side of that balance sheet, frankly. Um, 
but there is, of course, a lot. There are a number of comments on social media, especially by this gentleman. I mean, Yoni, I've never heard of this this um, this serious XM host, Dean Obedala. Have you heard of him? Mm. No, he's a host, Dean Abdala, on. He's also a columnist for the Daily Beast. His comments, his comments are absolutely incendiary and disgusting um amnesty international israel lovers oh yes they are huge fans they celebrate they're looking forward to celebrating the 70th um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, at real donald trump's recognition of a unified jerusalem as the capital of israel would be a reckless decision showing his disregard for international law and palestinian rights yeah okay uh plenty going on Plenty going on. And we should also mention that I guess it was a good move by the PLO to cancel their Christmas party that was supposed to take place tonight in Washington, D.C. Miriam's being serious, by the way. Yes, there it was, was, was canceled. Really there was a party scheduled for this evening. I guess that was poor timing, but they, you know, they pulled the plug on that a couple hours ago. And by the way, for those of you who are wondering about the security of Yoshua Siegel, he says he's fine. I thank God. Someone tweeted out this picture, replacing the picture, oh, the wow. picture of the soldier in the middle of the 1967 iconic picture with a picture of Donald Trump, uh, his face on it. And um, of course, uh, we continue, as you mentioned earlier, to get photos of the Jerusalem walls as they are bathed in the images of the Israeli flag and the American flag on this incredible day. Yeah, I do believe this is an incredible day, everybody, and I think that uh, most of the Jewish world. Uh, that uh, that generally lines up with us here at NSN politically would agree as well. We didn't know what we would get today, and we got a statement on Jerusalem signed by the President of the United States minutes later uh, that Jerusalem is now the capital of the State of Israel and recognized as such by the United States of America. And uh, an embassy move, a declaration that the embassy process would start. Again, not the shingle that I was hoping for in terms of immediacy, mm. but nonetheless... Uh, a very strong statement. The vice president of the United States is heading to Israel. Rome uh, wasn't built in a day. Correct. The vice president of the United States is heading to Israel. Uh, that was a that was a um, a nice announcement. That was a um, one of the shocking things about uh, that was one of the things I found shocking about Mayor Weingarten's analysis. Okay. For decades, he has been trumpeting uh, the concept that that these things take time. That the salvation, the geula, the redemption is, you know, a step-by-step process with many, many roadblocks and hurdles. Uh, and and yet he expressed how, uh, rightfully, he was upset with some of the things that were or were not said um, uh, during the um, uh, during the speech today. That's it's one of the reasons. It, it's frankly, it's because of the way he has he has uh, influenced me over the years. It's one of the reasons why I'm in such a state of celebration today. Yeah, you because actually kn- were in a yeah physical state correct. of celebration here in the studio. Because, that is correct. Because I can't I can't expect it all in one in one fell swoop, as Mayor has reminded me so often. Well, I liked the line. We finally acknowledge the obvious. Oh, that was great. that was potent. That was great. That was potent. I'd really like to know who penned the speech. Yeah, it's a very well written speech. Very well written. That's why I'm thinking David Friedman was uh, was very lots much of good sound ba- sound lots. Wow, lots of good sound bites. Yeah. Succinct sentences. Uh, you know, just say that ten times fast. Uh, yeah, I was very. Uh, Ah, we have a our correspondent from Jerusalem is on the line. Our correspondent from Jerusalem is on 
the line. Hello, correspondent from Jerusalem. Hello. How are you? Who is this over here? Your son. Oh, is that Yoshua? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Yoshua Siegel, I shared with everybody moments ago that Yoshua Siegel, tongue-in-cheek, of course, was talking about roaming the Rova, the Jewish quarter of uh, Jerusalem, and what may befall him, God forbid, if he would, after this announcement by President Trump. Uh, first of all, you literally were outside a few minutes ago. How are things in the old city? Uh, it's nice, cold, and rainy. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, the streets aren't that packed yet. I'm assuming there's a, there's a whole celebration out there now. Maybe I'll go check soon. There were, um, uh, in all seriousness, there are people who have mentioned that there'll be some type of celebration tonight, right? I hope so. I just sent a picture to you, actually, there. Uh, there's a huge, like... Uh, how do I say, like a light show type thing on the old city walls? Yeah, of, yeah we uh, have it. Yeah, we, an American flag. Yeah, I saw you. I saw the fact that you sent it to me, and we had seen it from a couple of people. It is. It's. It's amazing how the walls are bathed in images of the Israeli and American flags, and that the bridge in Jerusalem is bathed in red, white, and blue on one side, and blue and white on the other. Uh, it's obvious that the uh, and I could tell you that the mayor of Jerusalem, uh, based on his statements from earlier today, the mayor of Jerusalem must be ecstatic with the way this announcement went. And uh, with the fact that uh, that he, as a city or as a mayor, uh, can preside over a city tonight that is uh, in the midst of celebration. So yeah, there's a lot to celebrate certainly in Jerusalem. Anything else of uh, significance there? Or thank God, all is quiet and uh, and uh, moving as usual. Yeah, I would say so. Thank God, all is quiet. Again, there was a, there was a certain atmosphere around here. I remember I was I was just rolling I was just roaming the hallways of yeshiva. Um, at around eight o'clock, eight fifteen, and every corner had a had a had about ten guys huddled around each phone, you know, having mm-hmm. a good time and and celebrating and whatnot. So uh, definitely a special uh, a special time to uh, to live through and to be here, and uh, yeah, special time for Israel uh, for Israel and uh, your shrine. Well, I can tell I can tell I can tell you have a lot of relatives that are quite jealous that you're there in Jerusalem today, and that we are not. Um, although now that it, now that we know it's raining, maybe I should show up in Jerusalem because because yeah, you know, it's already right, raining. It's already raining, so I mean, you can't make it rain, <laughs> which is what you usually do. By the way, I just want you to know that I um, just just tagged Yummy Schachter mm. to see if I can get a shirt that says "Today I am delivering." Oh, that is a shirt I would want. And that's what's the name of it? Forty five said it dot com. Thank you. Forty five said it dot com. Um, all right, Joshua. Enjoy. Continue to celebrate and keep us up to date on what's happening in the holy city. Will do, will do. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding? It's a delight to hear from you. Um, yeah, so there you have it. Celebration in Jerusalem for good reason. Uh, no doubt, I would guess the majority of the pundits are talking about the uh, the danger that Israel has now uh, uh, presented itself with, the danger that the United States has, the position that the United States has put Israel in. Um Seems I, that classically CNN is babbling about all the negative things. Are you getting that from there? Because I'm so curious to know what they're saying, especially her. And of course, all the Israelis who are now posting on Facebook, do my kids now get new passports? Oh, that's right. Yep. By the way, that's a big one. It's that's a, a huge big one. one. Born in it's Jerusalem. Huge. Born in Jerusalem. What will it say? Will it say Jerusalem, Israel? Now it has to, I guess. Now it has to be. If you're born in Jerusalem, it's Jerusalem, Israel. Yummy just wrote back, working on them all now. Hang tight. Because <laughs> he's a lot of good quotes. He's oh, my gosh. Are you quotes. kidding me? We finally acknowledge the obvious. This president has really given uh, yes. 45 com a lot of material. They're going to be up all night tonight. 
um, working on those shirts. I could in Yummy's basement. <laughs> <laughs> they will be up all night tonight. Yeah, by the way, also just to mention that the Get president. Him on. Tell him to call in for a second. Give, give him the number. Okay, I, I can't. I totally can't multitask and make us and say something and text okay, them at the same time. Do that, and then I'll reintroduce you. Uh, Forty-eight minutes after the hour. <laughs> It is a uh, special presentation of the Nahum Siegel Network, our uh, coverage of President Trump's declaration of U.S. policy that for now on, starting on December the 6th of 2017, a date that I hope will be noted by all Jewish communities worldwide forever, December the 6th of, 19, of 2017, that as of this date, Jerusalem, as, based on the United States policy, Jerusalem is recognized as the capital of Israel. It has been signed. He did deliver. Talk about signed, sealed, delivered. He signed it. He sealed it. And he has delivered it. And um, those of you out there who are who tend to celebrate when great things happen to the state of Israel, today is a day of celebration. Unlike some of those people, even in our own community, unfortunately, uh, who look at these things in negative light, remember, the majority has always been negative about Israel in our history, even in biblical times. It is the minority those who are uh, in the right, those who are familiar with what our tradition means and what the destiny of the Jewish people means, it has been that position that's been correct. And here, uh, those who believe in that position have a lot to celebrate today. I am told that uh, Yummy Schachter, 45setit.com, is with us live via telephone. We only have him for a minute because he's he very ha- busy. He has to get back to creating more and more shirts <laughs> based on today's speech. Yummy Schachter, welcome back to the Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you. Uh, how many quotes did you write down? <laughs> I have four or five so far, but we're working on it now. The designers are working on it. We're actually thinking, do we make these T-shirts blue and white, or do we oh. just leave it? It's, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of thought that goes into these things. This isn't simple. So that well, why we agree with that. White, blue and white, or just same design as the others? I, I mean, in my opinion, I would not do it blue and white. Let, let, okay. it, let that decision be made by the consumer. No, I, yes, 100%, but also the fact that you can read this without, you can read this, I don't want to say apolitically, but you can read this without the Jewish, without your yeah, Jewish correct. heart in it and look right. at it and say just on its merits, that is a statement. Right, like when he says, today I'm delivering. That was that's great. A, that's my favorite line. That's that the great. shirt I want. And here's the next question. Do we make the hair, which is like kind of our logo, Trump's hair, do we make that white? Because that's probably what's going to happen after this. Season. No, there's going to be none left. Even with that yeah. head of hair, it's going down. Um, <laughs> there was a, there were a couple of others that, uh, that... Oh, by the way, look at that. There's a there's a screen right now up on CNN, countries that are opposed to the U.S. embassy move. Hmm. Saudi Arabia... Uh, All those it. people are off my Hanukkah list. But Qatar was on it, by the way. Yummy, those people... Right, but so was Great Britain. Yummy, all of those countries, they need shirts. <laughs> yeah. So here, Jerusalem is the heart of one of the most successful democracies in the world. Oh, that was great. That was good. Gold. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Israeli pil- the Israeli people have built a country where people of all faiths can come and worship. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. We cannot solve our problems by making the same failed assumptions and repeating the same failed strategies of the past. I don't know if a t-shirt works. Maybe we'll have to do like a billboard. Maybe we'll sell billboards with that one. Um, Today we are acknowledging. Some say, some say past presidents lacked courage. Oh. Right. That was a good know. one. Today we are acknowledging the obvious. 
That is. I, that's yeah. the, that's the one. That's your favorite. That's the one. Today we do, are. Do no. either of you have a transcript? So this, not yet. They're all, it's already up. Is it? Up? It's already up. So it's all over this, Twitter. Send it to me. I've been looking for it all oh, over. Oh, Miriam, could you send it to me, please? Yeah. That would be. That would make my life a lot easier. Because uh, I wanted to find that quote the mayor was talking about uh, regarding the uh, holy sites, and I could use the uh, text for that. Yeah, but not a problem. This is this is the this is the winner. I have to, this is a quote from Trump's speech today. I've determined that it is time to officially recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Woo! That's it. There I it mean, is. There Jews it is. Christians all around the world. There um, it is. Come to 45setit.com, and that will be up very shortly. 45setit.com. By the way, before we let you go, biggest seller to date is? Uh, the beauty of me is that I'm very rich. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I love we it. We should limit our President Trump bashing during this. I love it. During no, this. I love we can it. go back to it tomorrow. I don't know why you consider that bashing. It's, why I think is it's, that bashing? I think it's, belo- it's, it's showing a, how beloved it's a, he is. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant statement. Yeah. I, it shows how much we hold him as beloved. He also, there's another one, and I'm, and I'm not in front of it now, but it's something about, you know, the only negative thing about me is is my personality, but who the hell cares? <laughs> so that's also picking up some steam. I love um, it. I you love know, because again, these things make great t-shirts no matter what. Hey, is it too late yeah. for people to get it for Hanukkah for Tuesday night? For Tuesday night, yeah. I don't think they'll get it Tuesday night, but if you order today, and we'll have a bunch of the ones from today's address up within the next, I'd say, 20 minutes. If you do order today, they should arrive before the end of Hanukkah for sure. 40? I don't know. Actually, you know what? They may, depending on where you live, they may be able to, you know, crank some out in time for Hanukkah. But you definitely will get them before the end of Hanukkah. That's for sure. And we're working. You know what? Let me get off the phone and get some T-shirts up. <laughs> Miriam, send me the transcript. You got it. No Yummy problem. Shachter, 45setit.com. Great place for Hanukkah presents. 45, the number 45, 45setit, S-A-I-D-I-T, dot com. All right. want to thank everybody who's tuned in. Yes. Record-breaking afternoon numbers here at the Nachum Single Network, as, as we suspected. Uh, complete record-breaker today. We should also mention, I was saying before Yummy joined us on the on the air, is that the president did call for calm and moderation. Right. Which, which is just an important, you know, it's an important, I, I don't want to say that it tempers anything. Um, you know, keep the firecrackers to a minimum, so to speak. But the days of rage, that was cl- clearly a nod towards the threat of violence. Right. And um, there is there is obviously a lot to what Mayor was saying, that with all of our excitement and jubilee and validation, we have to take a moment to just, you know, take a deep breath in before, you know, throwing our ticker tape parade and... I, I think in that sentence, President Trump was speaking to both sides. Right. Well, I'm throwing a parade today. Okay, well, much. there's that. I can tell you that much. You are not heeding the call for calm or no, moderation. No, I am heeding the call for calm and moderation when it comes to violence, Baruch Hashem. I know how to contain myself when it comes to violence. I wish the enemy would know how. Um, but I will not contain myself when it comes to celebration because today is a great day. Today is a historic day. Today is a day that we should uh, encourage our students to write reports about and hang up signs in schools about and decorate their bulletin boards with and save the newspapers from and uh, the clippings and the and things they print out from the web about this day and those pictures that we saw. Uh, they should be framed, the pictures of the uh, flag images Absolutely. on the walls of Jerusalem and the uh, red, and white and red, white, and blue and blue and white on the bridge in Jerusalem. All this should be done in recognition of how great a day it is today, and hopefully it will be. 
Uh, celebrate today, everybody. Celebrate. We'll close things out with this selection called Up to Jerusalem from Gershon Veroba. Miriam L. Wallach, great to share this time with you on this very special day. Are we Chag Sameaching? Chag Sameach. And to you. Chag Sameach. A great day today, the 6th of December, the 18th of Kislev, recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital by the United States of America and its president, Donald Trump. And the declaration, no more waivers. The embassy will be moved and preparations are underway. That embassy, the United States embassy, will be in Jerusalem. Thank you for listening. You got something? I wanted to say thank you for having me. Ah. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> thank you for being part of this and for celebrating. It is and a pleasure. Thank you all for listening to the Nahum Siegel Network. car came along it pulled up by my side and inside was a rabbi with a long white beard he said son i'm gonna take you for a ride why don't we go up to jerusalem oh up to jerusalem yeah up to jerusalem with me yeah
me mm-hmm. 